your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche And the Avalanche win their second game in a row. They get back to a 500 record. That's always good. You've won two games in a row, both of them against division rivals. That's always good. And the Avs are just starting to play better. Like, we always knew that they would. They just needed to get games under their belt. They just needed to get some key players back. And you see the difference. You see the difference with that and some guys stepping up. And it showed in a four to win, four to one win against the Minnesota Wild. So we'll talk about all of that and then some. First things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, locked on Avalanche, or excuse me, on Twitter, L O P N underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, locked on Avalanche. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to locked on Avalanche at gmail.com and follow the show's. YouTube channel. Just uh, hit subscribe and get notified whenever a new episode goes live. So a uh, big difference when uh, Curtis McDermott is not on the ice. It, is it not uh, just right in front of your face? Didn't play today with uh, Sam Gerard coming back. They kept Jacob McDonald as a forward. Interesting how at the beginning of the season, we kind of heard that McDermott might be someone who they would throw in on the uh, forward lines. Never really talked about Jacob McDonald being that guy, but at least for yesterday, it was. Uh, Yeah, I I think, and with McDermott only getting seven minutes or so for the past couple games, you knew his time was going to be coming to an end somewhere soon. And it is a world of difference. The Avs can really Nuts. You know, he's not out there a lot, obviously, but for those few minutes that he was out there, he's obviously a big liability. And now you don't have to worry about that part of it. And you can throw anybody you want out there on the defensive end and you're comfortable. It just they just seem to flow better. It's amazing how that one guy who didn't play all that much, how much of an impact he has on how this team plays. But the Avs, uh, they still had overcome, overcome some injuries. Burkowski went out with, I think, a lower body injury. I don't know what it was. Um, they didn't really show any replay. And even after they knew that he got hurt, uh, they didn't really go back and, and, and say anything or show anything with what it might have been. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Hopefully, you know, this is something Avalanche fans are all too familiar with. So, you know. You get one back and then you lose one. You get Gerard back and then you lose Burkowski. And man, did you almost lose Bowen Byram. That was a horrible, horrible hit by Brandon Duhame of the Wild against. The, I mean, that was that was pretty much what uh, happened to Gerard from Stamkos. Was it not? And I am so up in the air on if the uh, 
play, the Department of Player Safety is going to do anything. I have no. Should they? Absolutely. Will they? I couldn't tell you. If I mean, maybe because uh, Duhame doesn't have a a name like Stamkos, maybe they will go after him. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But initially, he didn't get a uh, a game misconduct. He went to the box. First of all, awesome for Nathan McKinnon. I mean, he was the closest man to him. He threw down, and, and you you know McKinnon will do that. McKinnon is not one of those prima donna superstars where, uh, you know, you go after his guy, he's going to go after you, especially something like that. Um, if you didn't see it, basically, it, it, it almost mimicked what happened to Gerard just behind the net instead of on the side. And uh, Byram, he went right to the locker room. He did come back and he played uh, a handful of minutes after that. Didn't really seem like he was all too injured. But we've seen before, you know, after a, a night set, sets in, you wake up the next day not feeling too well. So you'll still have to keep an eye on him. But that's just a horrible, dangerous play. Yeah, you know, just plowing him into the boards like that. So we'll see. I mean, it doesn't really affect the, the avalanche on if he gets suspended or not. But I think avalanche fans just want to see, are you going to be consistent? Which Well, you're not. But are you going to do anything? You can do anything for for that happening. And if you don't, you're continuing to condone guys really just throwing their weight around and throwing their bodies around and throwing other players into the boards headfirst. And if you're okay with that, you're going to have a lot of problems on your hands. You're going to have a lot of injuries and worse than that because guys are going to know that they can get away with it and have reckless abandon and not care. And someone's going to get even more seriously hurt than Gerard, who was out a couple games. But other than that, uh, the Avs overall, very, very strong game. Again, um, a really good first period. They got that first goal, which is obviously always big. Gabe Landeskog with a huge game, four points for him. They just look like they're all getting on the same page. They do. Uh, the the pass, passing is, is, is crisp. First period was great. Second period, I mean, it went either way. You probably could say it would shift towards the wild side, but but that's that's going to happen. The other team is trying too. The other team is going to make adjustments, come back and give you different looks. You have to adjust to that. The wild, the wild missed a lot of opportunities. The wild had a lot of good chances that they just miffed on, and it wasn't like I mean, Kemper played a, a good game again, another solid game from Darcy Kemper. But the the Wild had a couple spots where they had, I, I don't want to say a wide open net, but a, a pretty good look, and the puck would just roll on them or they would shoot it wide. Uh, it happened a number of times. So I think the Avs got lucky on a couple spots, which is fine because you need that in, in a game. But uh, the Wild could have made it closer than it, than it, than it was but you have to kind of give the Av credit here for kind of withstanding a big charge on many occasions by the wild, uh, especially in the second and a couple times in the third, I'd say m- actually more in the second than the third, but there were times where the Avs were dog tired and Minnesota couldn't get anything past Kemper. So it was a combination of good defense, uh, you know, hard work and, and good goaltending. And when you're talking about hard work, how do you not talk about guys like Logan O'Connor and Jacob McDonald? 
can't say enough about those guys. You need guys like that on this team for this for this season. O'Connor was kind of set. McDonald is making a case because they really once Taves comes back, they don't really have a place for him on the defensive end. I mean, if if you want to keep Newhook down there for now and leave Jacob McDonald right where he is, I think the abs are okay with that. You ride the hot hand. I'm not I'm gonna say like he's got a hot hand, like he's scoring goals left and right, but his work ethic is is unmatched. Maybe the only guy that matches it is Logan O'Connor. And I absolutely love O'Connor being on the second line. That infuses a, a jolt of energy right off the bat. Because like I said before, you know you're going to get that from the first line, but to follow that up right away from the second line is is perfect. So I think he fits nicely there. That third line, which was, I think it was Comfort, Jost, and, and Cout, was it? On the third line, I believe. I mean, I th- I think the way that the lines are set up right now, I'm all right with. And and you ride that until you have to change it up, and that's okay for this team. You change lines up all the time. So uh, we'll dive into kind of numbers here, but first we're going to hear from Built Bar, and you know Built Bar, and you love it. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And they have so many delicious flavors to choose from, it's impossible to pick just one. And if you can't, you can get a mixed box. We'll get two of each of nine flavors available, such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, German chocolate. So many good flavors to choose from, and they're the best tasting, but they are also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180 only four or five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Go to builtbar.com right now. Use the promo code locked 15 and you will get 15% off of your order. And once again, that promo code is locked one five for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right. So Stat wise, um, you know, looked good for the Avs in terms of, you know, shots on goal. After the first, you were cruising. I think it was, let me see here, it was 15, 15 to 8 in the first. Minnesota flipped that in the second, 15 to 8 in their favor. And then the Avs only had eight shots on goal compared to Minnesota's seven in the third. Yeah, you're kind of playing a little bit of defense, you know, when, when you have the lead in the third. Uh, but you know, the, the, the second is where Minnesota really kind of turned it on for the abs and the abs kind of, str- I don't want to say struggled in the fact that, you know, they didn't look good, but Minnesota was throwing everything at them. So in one aspect, it's good that the abs kind of, you know, didn't really let anything in. I think, well, when did they, was in the second they Yeah. So the Ryan Hartman goal came, I think late in the second, but the good thing about that is the abs followed that up almost right away with an absolutely amazing effort by Nathan McKinnon. He was a, a one-man show, especially on that play. I mean, got the puck in the neutral zone, maybe almost almost went through three zones, I think, but more or less had it in the neutral zone, flung it into his offensive zone, just back-checked, a uh, forechecked it. I don't know who it was in Minnesota, and then collected the puck, hit a streaking – uh, Eric Johnson for a goal. And that was like a minute, if that, after the the wild goal. 
So that's what you want to see. There's going to be times where the ice gets tilted in the other direction and you're playing well overall, but the other team, they're battling and they're trying to fight back and they do. They get a they get a goal, but right away you come back and match that. And now you're up and then you don't relinquish the lead after that. Um as one for four in the power play, it was you know a little iffy. I'll say this though, the one that they did get was when Nathan McKinnon was in the box. He was in the box for defending uh, Bowen Byram. So he got two minutes for roughing, I believe. Um, so that that power play goal came when he was in the penalty box. I guess that's a good way to look at it because he's obviously your number one guy in the power play. So if you can put one in when he's not on the ice, great. That's good. But the downside of that is you know, the Az were on a five-minute major because of the hit to Byram, and that's all they could get. <clears throat> I think that goal came – it wasn't very long. It was seconds into that power play, a five-minute major. And then basically four minutes and 45 seconds, they couldn't get another one. And that was in the third period. If you just wanted that other one to really kind of put the game more out of reach – you had most of the third period to go and you were up three to one at that point. But if you could get up four to one, you know, then, then you got Minnesota scrambling, but they couldn't, they couldn't get through. So is it still a problem? Yeah. Did you see improvements? Uh, I wouldn't say you saw big ones because again, even on that five minute major, I think there was a, a few minutes left in it, a couple minutes left. And the Wild took another penalty. So they were five on three for a little while, a good amount of time. And they couldn't get anything out of it. Not even a five on three. And by this time, McKinnon was out of the box. So, yeah, it's like it's still not where it needs to be. And, you know, you got one good, but it's, you still need to build on the power play, if anything. Um, Point-wise, like I said, Landeskog was the man tonight. Two points or excuse me, two assists and two goals, four points for him. Uh, Burkowski did have an assist, and it was a beautiful one to get to Landeskog's first goal. Uh, McKinnon went cross ice from almost center ice to Burkowski, who put it on a stick for a split second, threw it across to Landeskog for an easy tap-in goal. That was It was just a, a, a pretty goal. That's what the Avalanche can do when they're on their game. Um, and again, Burkowski's out. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, Kadri with a goal. The second Landeskog goal was an empty netter. That was eventful. There was a, a penalty going to be called for a hold on McKinnon. But because uh, Landeskog was trying, trying to give him a little bit of a lead pass and McKinnon got held up. But the the pass just happened to be on net, but it hit a post and kind of trickled in. And that happened, you know, with just about a couple of obviously in the empty net. So uh, an eventful empty net goal for Landeskog for his second. Uh, who else we got? McKinnon with two assists. Uh, Comfer with two assists. He continues to play well. Uh, two more points for him. He's looking good. He's, he's looking good to start this season. And I think he's comfortable on that third line. You're not pressuring him when you put him up on a second line to be more than he needs to be. Him playing with his good buddy Tyson Jost, the haunted house men. Uh, I think he he likes right where he's at. Even though Jost didn't have anything today, he still looked good. Jost is is fine. 
I'm, I'm happy with how he's doing. Um, on the defensive end, Eric Johnson not only had the goal, but he also had the assist. He was the only one that had points. And I said, Jacob McDonald. Oddly enough, he only had seven minutes and 19 seconds of ice time. But in that seven minutes, he had four shots on goal, two hits, and a block. The guy, he made his presence known in those seven minutes he was out there. It seemed like whenever he was, you know, they had a a rush going, he was involved. He always had the puck on his stick. I'm shocked. I couldn't believe it when I saw this and he only played seven minutes because it seemed like he was out there for a lot longer. And when he was out there, he was everywhere. He's he's fun to watch. He puts it all out there. He loves playing for this team. And uh, I think he should stay right where he is. <clears throat> Same thing with um, who didn't get a lot of minutes. Uh, Martin Kaut didn't get a lot of minutes. You know, he had almost 10 minutes. Uh, Ranta saw a lot of ice time. I thought Ranta, again, I've said this before about him. He just seems to be everywhere. He's always around the puck. And I'm surprised he doesn't have more assists on the season just because he seems to be facilitating. And maybe they're just not, you know, he's on, on a line that they're they're not. But he was on the second line tonight, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was with O'Connor and, and um, Kadri. Most positive he was on the second. Yeah, he was. So I just like his game. I think he's he's got a hockey body. He's, he's built for you know the avalanche team he's got good speed he's physical i th- i think the 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 sky's the limit for sample ranta i really enjoy watching him play so um yeah overall like you're saying a solid game and and when it wasn't going right you stood your ground you gave up a goal but you got one right back um and you took their best punches and that's all you can say. So where do the abs go from here? A couple more things to talk about too in this game. Definitely want to talk about Eric Johnson and uh, what's coming up next for the abs. But first, betonline.ag. We're back and better than ever with a new web and an interface for the start of the basketball season with more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up and you receive a 15 or excuse me, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the World Series, the NHL, boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts, and that is betonline.ag. All right. Um, Eric Johnson, like, this is the stuff you miss when it comes to Eric Johnson. He's uh, he, he went from blocking on, on a penalty kill, blocking a shot with his heel to which had him doubled over in pain, but he had to, you know, keep going and he, he did what he had to do. They killed the penalty and he went to the the bench, rubbed some dirt on it, got right back out there. And that's when McKinnon fed him after that crazy run that McKinnon had for the goal, but he was everywhere. Like he, he, and I think this was his first goal and they said like 600 days. Really, you know, when you, when you get out there and, and you, you, block pucks, you block shots, you hit guys into the boards. 
when you do stuff like that and you're the age he's at and everybody knows what he brings to the team and brings to the franchise, it just invigorates everybody else. I mean, that's just, that's what you want to see out of your leaders. And he doesn't wear the A anymore. Although, was he last night? I didn't even notice because Rantanen is now wearing it. I didn't even notice if he was or not. He might have been. Just, you know, obviously he's deserving, but great game. A great game by him. He just seemed to be everywhere. And um, he's always got a smile on his face with those missing teeth when he does it. So you love it. Um, Darcy Kemper, I thought, played a uh, another solid game. I think this is exactly what the Az were hoping to get out of him. Um, it was a point where you thought, and that's the thing with Kemper, like anytime he shows a little bit of like, oh, I'm hurt, you're thinking, oh, God, like how long is this going to be for? Because that's the rub against him is he can't stay healthy. It wasn't his fault. He kind of got uh, knocked into by an Avs player and a wild player. That kind of went down in front of him, and the 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 Minnesota Wild player, I don't know who it was, his stick got kind of caught in his man section, which is not going to feel good. So I think he just was hurting for a little bit, but once the pain subsided, he was good to go, which you love to see because he's playing, he's starting to play very very well. This is what the Abs wanted <clears throat> when they acquired him. They and you know, obviously paid a uh, pretty penny to get him of which I think Connor Timmons is out for a little while, which was upsetting to see. But I do think, yeah, Timmons, Timmons got hurt for Arizona. Um, so you don't like to see that. <laughs> An old avalanche player being out for a little while. But, um, yeah, I thought he played overall very well. So from top to bottom, I think you're satisfied with this win. Not that you were – uh, I don't want you know you weren't dominant in the the effect that you were in control the entirety of the game. Maybe you were by the score, but Minnesota there were I mean both teams were buzzing. The second part of the the first half uh, first period, second half of the first period. There we go, was so exciting. I mean back and forth, both teams having offensive possessions for extended periods of time, cycling, swirling around. Shots on goal. There were times where Minnesota, it was just, it was like a, you know, a video game back and forth. And Puck would just scoot out to the side and guy would get to and just slap it right back on net. It was great. It was, that was a fun game to watch. Obviously even better because the Avalanche won it, but they, they, yeah, like I was saying, you you don't want to say that they were dominant from start to finish because there were times where Minnesota was Everything was going in their favor. But if you're the Avs, you have to look at it as we didn't let anything up, save for the one goal, which was on a power play, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> their only Minnesota's only goal was a power play. So I think you're I think you're satisfied with, with the performance if you're Jared Bednar. Your team is starting to play better. Things are starting to look good overall. And what's up next is I think your uh, abs are off for a few days. You're not playing until Wednesday. You're home again against Columbus, who I think Columbus is, uh, oh, they're four and three right now. So, um, you know, those East Coast teams coming over to the West Coast, sometimes they don't play so well, but I don't think it really matters for the ads right now. 
I think they are are settling in very nice. We'll see what's going on with Nico Rantanen. Maybe this is a good thing that they have, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Because maybe Wednesday you get Miko Rantanen back, and maybe we'll see Taves for the first time. And then you are you are good to go. But if Rantanen comes back, uh, I mean, who goes? Does does Jacob McDonald go? Be be sad. I know it's only been a couple games, but he's quickly becoming a favorite just based on the work ethic. But I don't know. We have to do one thing at a time. And one thing that we have to wait on is Miko and Taves. And then we got a full squad and we're off and running even more than we are right now. So that will be it. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I don't think I had anything else on the uh, checklist to get to. Mm, No. Solid game by the Avs. Um, And it was good that, you know, they weren't playing from behind. Just seems like the Avs were, were, I think at one point when the Avs scored the, uh, the first goal, a graphic went up on both teams' records when they scored the first goal. And the Avs were only 2-0-0. So they haven't been playing with a lead, at least the first goal of the game, all that much. So this was, I mean, yeah. Well, the Chicago game was one that sticks out, obviously, because they played well in that game. But this was kind of like the first game that they were really playing with a lead since then and not just, you know, giving up an early goal and then trying to fight back the rest of the game. You had a lead. You gave it up. You Well, you gave up an equalizer, but you got it right back right away, and then you just continued to play your game. I think this is what we're going to see. Style of play like this is kind of what we'll see for for a lot of the season for the Avs. So just don't you just get the feeling that they're just getting comfortable. They're just getting comfortable. They know they're good, and they just have to, you know, you're not going to sit back and just assume you're going to win all the time, but you're starting to impose your will, and good things are going to happen. So that will be it for today, everybody, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in. It's always appreciated. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Definitely head over to Locked On Fantasy Hockey. If you got a fantasy team, go listen to that show. Awesome updates. I can, can I say guaranteed to win your, your league? I don't think I can say that. But you're guaranteed to do well. I'll put it that way. Uh, over at Fantasy Locked On Fantasy Hockey. All right, everyone. That's going to be it for today. Always appreciated. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go!